heights My Lord remains with me Before the blood ran in these veins The days ordained for me Were written in your book, O Lord Before I came to be of our Sunday morning reflections. Whether you are a regular who worships with us in our building in Bones Old Kirk, or whether you are joining us online for the first time, or maybe you've started joining us online during these days, then you are very welcome. And we hope and pray that this morning as we worship together, that you sense something of God's spirit and God's stirring within you lockdown all those weeks ago did we think that we would still be in the situation that we are today where we're still unable to gather in our buildings and where we're still limited with the number of people that we can see and the things that we can do I think if we're honest all of us would say that the last 12 weeks have been a bit of a journey but a journey to where well, the scripture is about a journey, the journey of God with his people. From the very moment of creation in Adam and Eve, God has journeyed with those he created. With Adam and Eve and their descendants, with Noah, with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, with those who followed. And then with the people of Israel, as he led them out of Egypt, through the Red Sea and into the desert and into the people that he that they would become with him. 
And then as they journey on and into the promised land, their story with God continues. Their journey with God continues. Picked up by prophets and kings. And that story continues on into exile and beyond. God journeys with them in many different ways through good times and bad, revealing himself to them and journeying with them, showing them the love and care that he has for them. God has always journeyed with his people in good times and in bad, in deserts and in plenty. Let's pray. Gracious God, Lord, Saviour, Leader, Guide, Light, Waypointer, but most of all, Companion on life's journey, thank you. Thank you that you not only lead us through life, pointing the way, but that you journey alongside of us, sharing the way. Such is your love and concern for us, a love shown in the wonder of creation, in the beauty of sunsets, the majesty of mountains, the fragility of birdsong, a love shown for us in your Son, in his healing touch, in his call to repent, in his death and resurrection, and the love which pours out of the pages of scripture if only we read them to hear them. Father, thank you for that love, and in return we come in response to your call to offer ourselves and to follow. Lord, forgive us for the times when we think our way is better, when we ignore your prompting. Encourage us when we realise that we've made a wrong turn somewhere along the way to return to you, so that we might know the forgiveness that you offer. And as you guide us lovingly, help us to make life-giving decisions, both for ourselves and for others. As we seek to find our way through these days, may we always trust in the light of your presence guiding the way and giving us peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. It's been a couple of weeks now since we last shared a lockdown story and those have been weeks of celebrations and of anniversaries, of birthdays. So if you've got any news to share with us this morning then if you're watching on Facebook you can share in the comments below. We love to hear your news. And if you'd like to share a lockdown story then please get in touch with me and I'll tell you how to do it. This week Bill and Nora are going to share their lockdown journey with us. Morning everyone. Morning. We just thought you would, we would fill you in on week 10 of lockdown. We're going to make it a lighter one this week. The only snag I would have said in the whole thing was when Kerry and Holly come up with the shopping, they can't have a hug. Other than that, we're doing okay. Our daily routine is, after breakfast, Bill does his Sudoku and his crossword. After I wash your dishes. <laughs> uh, I do the housework, so after that's all done, we decide to have a game of Scrabble.
that takes us up to lunchtime. After lunch, we go for a walk. Now, I must admit it's not very far because I still struggle with my breathing. So, as Bonus is built on a hill, that's, that is a struggle. However, this phase one now, I should be able to drive down to the foreshore and go for a nice walk along the flat part next to the river. In the afternoon, Bill tends to his tomatoes. I talk to them. <laughs> like Prince Charles. <laughs> but they don't answer me back. <laughs> and uh, I tidy up in the garden. If it happens to be raining, then it's dominoes. So I'm beginning to win on both of these things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so after tea, we actually have the television or reading a book. So that's our day in lockdown. So we're managing fine. So I hope you are all well and that God gives their blessings to you. Oh, and I did cut Bill's hair. I charged him £12, <laughs> but he was not happy with that. I'm going to sue her. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> we were hearing earlier about journeys. One thing's for sure about all of those biblical journeys, whether it's the journey Abraham, whether it's a journey with Moses and Israel through the Red Sea, all of those journeys begin with a call. And so let's hear God's word for us this morning as it's read for us by Reese. Our reading today is from Mark chapter 1, verse 14 to 20. Later on, after John was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee, where he preached God's good news. The time promised by God has come. At last, he announced. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little further up the shore, Jesus saw, saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once, and they also followed him, leaving their father, Zebedee and the boat with their hired men. Thanks be to God for this reading. This read is there of the very beginnings of Jesus' ministry, just after he has been baptized and spent 40 days in the desert, he emerges. The first thing he does is begin his journey. And the first thing on that journey is to call some companions. All the very best biblical journeys begin with a call. And the disciples' journey with Jesus is no different. Jesus goes to where they are, meets them doing what they're doing, fishing, and he calls them, promising them that the skills that they're already putting to good use 
in the work as fishermen can be put to good use in the work of the kingdom. And so Jesus calls them to follow and they do. Leaving everything behind them, all of the things that are familiar, all of the things that they would have known, homes, families, livelihood, casting that behind them and going on into the future, into the unknown. Did they know where they were going? I don't think so. Did they know what to expect or what it would involve? Probably not. But still something urged them to go. And the journey of their lives began. Just as Abraham had responded to God's call to journey with him to a new place, just as Israel had gone with the pillars of cloud and of fire had led them through the sea and across the desert, those disciples left everything familiar behind and responded to God's call to follow, letting go of the past and living into who, in the journey with God, they would become. What if this time that we're living through is an opportunity to be remade? Or to remake yourself? What would you cast off of your pre-lockdown life? What will you keep of your lockdown life going forward? What about if we think about church life in these ways too? I've been doing a bit of thinking in these weeks about the sense of liminal space. The word limin comes from the Greek for threshold or doorway. A doorway or a passageway to something new. What if these lockdown days and weeks and months are the cocoon from which something new in church life is to emerge? What if this lockdown is the doorway to a new beginning? What if it's a wonderful opportunity for us to reset not just our lives, but also the life of our church and what it means to be church. Over the next few weeks, I want us to journey with this. As we listen to God, as God reminds us what it is to be his church, and as we explore what and who it is that God is calling us to be when we emerge from this time. And every journey with God, as we've seen, begins with a call. Do you hear it? Will you respond as Christ asks us once again? Follow me.
prayed. Dear God, in these uncertain times which are trying in so many ways, may we all know your healing love. Help us to stay, stay strong in faith, despite the racism, violence and ignorance once again we face in this world. Help calm any health, job and money worries relating to the ongoing situation. Please comfort and restore all who suffer in body, mind or spirit. May we all know the power of your healing love. If we may now take a moment for our prayer and thoughts. Dear Lord, let us all come together and care for each other as we say your prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thine kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you, Bailey, and to everyone else who took part this week. Let's end with a blessing. As you go from this moment and from this space, may the love of God the Father guide you, the companionship of Christ encourage you, and may the peace of the Holy Spirit surround you and accompany you, now and forevermore. Amen. Are your thoughts to me? Lord,